month old baby girls recovering from alleged abuse at the hands of her own father who is now facing several New tonight, a stomach-churning, nose-holding house of horrors. Five children are rescued from a neglected mother. To help people in times of emergency, but tonight a member of the Atlanta Fire Department is behind bars, charged with abusing his own children. Chilling new details about life inside that home where 13 children were held captive. Their parents are now facing possible life in prison. Our senior national court... 23-year-old Sierra Day and her live-in boyfriend, 26-year-old Deontay Lewis, are hauled into court to face a charge of aggravated murder for causing the death of Sierra Day's daughter, 4-year-old Anaya Day Garrett. Injury Bradley enters court, not admitting guilt, but pleading no contest to murder and child endangering in the death of her daughter. Today, a former Johnston High School teacher goes on trial for sexual abuse and exploitation. 33-year-old Dustin Mead is accused of inappropriately touching a female student. Johnston police say that Mead kissed that student and then gave her grades. The previous clips that you just heard were just a handful of thousands and thousands of cases of child abuse and neglect. And it's mind-bottling and very disturbing that this has taken place, but it's not anything new because it's it's been going on for years, and it's because of social media and to and video and things of that sort that it is now becoming even more evident the seriousness of child abuse and child neglect. When I was growing up. It wasn't uncommon for you to get a spanking if you did something wrong. Or in our neighborhood, it was called a whooping because we had to go get our own switch and our, and our own whatever it was that we had to get a spanking with. But when it escalates to a beating, when there are marks left on the child or when there are severe burns on a child, that's when it becomes really severe. Today I'm going to talk about child abuse and child neglect. This being April, which is Child Abuse Awareness Month, I really felt the need that to, to share some information with my listening audience because it's so necessary that people get a clear understanding of what exactly is going on in our society. If you haven't been reading a newspaper or been on the internet or social media and you don't realize how severe child abuse and child neglect has become, I don't know what what rock that you've been hiding under, but this it's getting really out of hand. Enough is enough. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into sharing some information about what child abuse is, what child neglect is. I'm going to show share some numbers with you just to give you a clear idea of what this situation is, what we are dealing with in our society on Wove Inspiration.
All right. So thank you so much, first of all, for tuning in to Wove Inspirations. Um, this topic, it actually took me um, an extra week. I had said that I was going to uh, have this um, podcast done week after or a week or two weeks ago. And um, I had gotten sick and everything. And then I started, once I started working on this, I found that um, the research and everything was very, very overwhelming. Um, at times, just researching different um, videos and even putting together the um, audio clips, when I just put in child abuse um, involving a mother or involving parents or it, it, it was just so overwhelming. It was like within days events had taken place of a parent who, who killed their child, um, of a father who had severely abused their daughter. I mean, it, it, it got to the point where I was crying because of it being so overwhelming how much abuse is taking place with our kids, with, with, with these children who look up to their parents as a form of security and, and look for love from their parents and, and their parents out there that are abusing their kids for whatever their reasons are. Um, in America, it is a hidden epidemic, even though what's evident on social media and the news, it, it is a hidden epidemic because it's either underreported or it's, it's reported. And unfortunately, the, the people that are supposed to be the ones that help don't do their part. And case in point, the, the case in Cleveland with the four-year-old little girl who was killed by her mom and her boyfriend, that was very, that right there just set the tone for me to really want to talk about this because there. I really wish that there we didn't even have this subject to talk about. I really wish there was no child abuse awareness month or child abuse prevention month because these are innocent children. These are little people that only want to grow up and and become somebody, become, you know, just become somebody and it's 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 mind-boggling to me but at the same time i know that there is a reason for everything and it's 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 just hard for me right now to wrap my head around why there is so much child abuse going on and it seems like it's getting worse and worse so I wanted to just share for a few minutes some statistics that I found on uh, child abuse and 
again, as I was doing all of this research and everything, um, it just, it was mind bottling to even look at these numbers. In 2016, and this is information that I found on a child maltreatment report from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is just 2016, 2016's report. In 2016, there were over 676,000 victims of abuse and neglect. Over 25% of these victims are younger than three years old. Just, just marinate on that information. 25% of these victims are younger than three years old. I, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. 75.3% of victims are neglected. 17.2% of victims are physically abused. The annual estimate is between 16 to 1,700 children who died from abuse and neglect. And 80% of child fatalities involves at least one parent parent who is supposed to be the protector, the parent that is supposed to be the, the person that provides and, and loves and cares and nurtures their child, these are parents that are neglecting their children, physically abusing them for whatever their reasons are, it's crazy. It is mind-boggling. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you just some definitions on what exactly is child abuse and neglect. What is the what is what's the definition of this so that you really get a clear understanding of what is involved in child abuse and neglect and um, yeah, I'm just going to continue from there. Hi, this is Althea Richardson with WOVE Ministries. WOVE stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and it is our mission to inspire, encourage, and uplift women to becoming all they were predestined to be. So stay tuned for your words of inspiration. So let's go ahead and dive into this. There are um, a number of types of child abuse, um, anywhere ranging anywhere between physical abuse and abandonment. Um, I'm just going to give some general uh, definitions on some of the ones that are um, real severe and um, yeah, I'm just going to um, 
go down this uh, list of types of child abuse that I received here. So physical abuse is any intentional, intentional, non-accidental physical injury to a child, including striking, kicking, burning, biting, cutting, poking, twisting limbs, shaking, throwing, or torturing a child. Um, and neglect is, general neglect is the failure of a parent or caregiver to provide needed food, clothing, or shelter, medical care, education, nurturing, or supervision, whereby a child's health, safety, and well-being are threatened with harm. Severe neglect results from neglect failure, negligent failure to protect the child from severe malnutrition or medically diagnosed non-organic failure to thrive. Um, in one of the clips that I had shared, um, it involved a family that had 13 children who were apparently locked up in, in different uh, rooms and were starved and just is ridiculous, just completely ridiculous. And I tried to understand, I really do try to understand how the person that does, a person that actually does this kind of stuff to a child, what, what, what is their mindset? Where are they in their thinking when they, when they actually want to, they decide that they're going to lock their child up in a closet and starve them to death. To death. Why? And 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 I I can actually answer that in 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 two words. It's power and control. Because it's the same same issue as with domestic violence. It's it's about power and control. And in this case you're dealing with a child who has no way of defending themselves and no way of 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 finding uh, help because they are trusting and believing in the person that's supposed to be taking care of them. So it's just really crazy that there are people out there that are just so I want to say evil to to want to beat up their child because of your anger towards the child not doing what you think they should do. Um, the case where this young man beat this baby to death because of, I believe it was because they wanted milk or something. It's It was just wild, really, really crazy. How in the world does a person's mind do that? How, how do they conceived that the idea of beating up on a child because they're not doing what you want them to do. It is really crazy. And you have emotional abuse, which is um, the failure of a parent or caregiver to provide adequate nurturing or positive interaction to a child, causing injury to the psychological capacity or emotional stability of the child. 
So these are people I've seen and even verbal um, verbal abuse. I've seen where um, when I went to Walmart one time, there was this lady that was dragging. I know this little girl had to have been about two years old, just, just yanking her down the aisle. She was crying and everything. And I don't know why she was crying, but she was crying and and the lady was just using all kinds of profanity against this little child. And, and it was just, it was out of control. And I really, really wanted to say something. But it's like nowadays, even if you try to, to say something to a parent that you see that is, is, is clearly treating their child wrong, um, you're, you better be prepared to fight the parent or whoever it is, because they, in their mindset, they don't think they're, what they're doing is wrong. Um, and it's not uncommon. And I'm like, you know, I've, I've had in my lifetime, I've had to report someone on, um, child neglect because there was two little kids that lived next door to us when we lived in apartments that we, we kept hearing crying and stuff, but we never saw parents. We never saw any of that. And so I decided to go, you know, knock on the door because the, I, it was constantly, constantly, uh, constantly hearing a, a, a little kid cry. And so um, it was myself and uh, another person that we went over to the apartment and nobody answered. But we still kept hearing these this kid crying, so I went to the office, um, the uh, rent office, and asked them because you know, as a even though I wasn't a mom at the time, you just can sense that something wasn't right, and and so I went to the office and you know asked them, you know, there we keep hearing a little kid crying and everything, but we haven't seen any parents or anything or anybody come out. And so the office went and opened the, unlocked the door to the apartment. And we found that there were two little kids. There was no furniture in the house at all. And there were just two little dirty kids with just a t-shirt on. One little kid had to have been about two that was in a diaper. It smelled horrible in there. And these kids, they look like they hadn't been fed for days. And I cried and I cried and I cried so bad because it was just, it was really overwhelming. And um, this stuff is real. I've seen it. I've seen it in, in, in my neighborhood um, where, where I lived and uh, I've witnessed abuse in my own family with cousins. Um, and when I was a kid, I, I didn't know that that was child abuse. I just thought, you know, I, I knew it was severe the way that um, one particular family member was, was beating my cousin. And I knew that it was wrong. But I, you know, when you're growing up in a neighborhood, when you got in trouble um, for something, um, it's expected you're going to get a spanking for it. But um, when my cousin had welts all on her 
back and a bunch of marks on her legs and and it I knew that there was something not right with that and you know as a kid what do you do when you see someone that you love being abused and in everything what do you do so this subject is 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 kind of uh very sensitive for me because I love children. I, I love helping children. Um, I'm a big kid at heart. And so um, this is this was a really sensitive subject for me. And in particular, when it comes to sexual abuse of a child, because I am um, a victim of uh, child sexual abuse. So, um, when I come back, I am going to share my testimony, and then I will wrap up this uh, session by giving information as far as what you should do if you happen to witness child abuse, or if you know of someone um, that is abusing their child, what you should do and who you should call and get in contact with. So when I come back, I'll be able to share that information with you, as well as my own testimony of child abuse. Hey, friends out there, this is Althea with Woe Ministries. And I just wanted to let you guys know that I have some social media connections that I would love for you guys to reach out uh, to me and connect with me. I love networking. I love just uh, just staying connected with everybody. And so you guys can reach out to me on Facebook through uh, WOVE, which is which actually stands for Women of Vision and Excellence. And so uh, my name on Facebook is WOVE. That's W-O-V is in victory. E. And I'm also on Instagram. And my Instagram name is W-O-V is in victory. E. 2005 so let's connect let's fellowship let's let's you know let's network let's just be friends okay hello wealth ministries thank you for stopping by coming through it's always a blessing and a pleasure to see when you do come in so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and day to come and take a listen so i hope i get to hear more of you see you and listen to your station as well god bless your heart and thank you once again for sharing some of your time with me as we listen and learn about god amen thank you god bless You're now listening to Wove Inspirations with Althea. This is Spidey Hack. I'm not a woman, but if I was, I'd be listening to this podcast. But I listen to this podcast, so does that secretly make me kind of a woman? Hmm, I sure do hope not. I like being a guy. But anyways, I digress. Keep listening. And she'll keep inspiring you. That's the best thing I can say from a guy's point of view talking about a woman's ministry. Yeah, I'll leave it there at that. God bless everybody. From the Spidey Heck Voice Over 
Joe. Oh, and don't forget, we love you. <laughs>Okay, so um, as I had mentioned previously, I was going to share my uh, testimony regarding sexual abuse, which is something that is also really out of hand and out of control with um, sex trafficking and um, molestation and, and things of that sort within the family or because of a stranger or, or just just whatever. It's, it's really crazy. Um, but um, I wanted to share my story on um, sexual abuse as a child. Um, when I was five years old, um, I lived with my grandparents. My dad was in the Air Force and so he was away um, a lot. And so um, my brother and I, my brother at the time was a baby and um, I was five. My brother and I and my mom lived with our grandparents in New York City. And so I, you know, I loved my granddad. He was, he was really fun to hang out with. And, you know, we, we would, um, uh, play different games and stuff like that. And, and I just thought he was just the coolest guy. Um, it wasn't until years later when I discovered, when I realized that the games that we played were not games that a child should play. Now, let me insert um, before I go into detail, if there is anyone that is listening to this uh, audio or this podcast who has um, ever experienced sexual abuse um, as a child, um, what I'm about to talk to, talk about maybe uh, may trigger some things, may um, may you know make you feel. Um, or make you remember certain things if, if you've experienced um, sexual abuse as well. Um, if it is very sensitive to you, if you feel overwhelmed by listening to anything that I'm talking about, I really suggest that you not listen to this. I can definitely understand about PTSD, and PTSD is, is not always about um, violence and, and, um, violent abuse. Um, it's memories and flashbacks and things of that sort that can really, uh, trigger an individual to, um, go back to the, the events that took place in their life. So, um, as a warning of anyone who is listening to this audio, anyone that has ever experienced anything like this. Um, some content that I'll be sharing may be a little sensitive for you. And if it, and it's, it has the possibility of maybe um, triggering something, some things in the past. So I just wanted to 
um, make sure that I inserted that in because um, it can be very sensitive um, to individuals that have experienced sexual abuse. So, um, so again, I was going back to um, me living with my grandparents at the age of five. My um, mother, I believe she was working, and my grandmother, she usually didn't really pay attention to anything that um, we were doing because she just looked at it as we were just playing around and, you know, just having fun or whatever. But um, there was one particular incident that took place that I thought was weird, um, but I, I, I didn't see anything wrong because I, you know, this is my grandfather. I love him a lot. And, um, you know, we were just having fun. So um, this one particular instance, we used to play this game called Airplane. And basically what it was is that he he used his hand like he was using it as an airplane flying around and everything. And, and what he would do is when he landed his hand, he tickled my stomach and everything. So um, one particular day, he we were doing playing that game and everything. And then all of a sudden, um, he decided that he wanted to take it a step further. And um, he pulled out his penis and he said he wanted me to touch it. And so I did. And, I, you know, again, I'm five years old. I didn't know what I was doing at all. And, and then um, uh, it began, it escalated to where he wanted me to basically start touching them even more. And um, I felt bad. I felt weird. And I decided, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't, I don't like this game. And um, from that point on, um, our relationship completely changed. Um, it was, it was a weird experience that I, that I had with my grandfather. And there were many other attempts of him trying to make me do things that no child should ever experience ever in their lifetime. And yet I did. And that particular in, uh, situation set off a chain reaction of other things that um, would take place in my life. I shared my testimony because things like this affect children and their and when they get older it makes a major it plays a major factor in adults' lives. It alters an adult's life. Child abuse, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, sexual, when these children grow up and become adults, their personalities are, are 
affected because of the foundational part of their life being utterly almost destroyed because of someone else's sick mindset, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually abusing a child affects the child as they grow up. They make that child grows up to make bad decisions to do um, certain things in their life that just takes their life on a totally different level. And some people, if they have been sexually abused, don't realize what actually happened or remember what happened until there were their adults, in which in my case, that's what it was. Um, that might have been something that was blocked out of my mind a long time ago. And then when I started to take classes in training in domestic violence, um, the topic of sexual abuse as um, adult sexual abuse, as a child, a child, an adult that was sexually abused as a child, the topic was um, um, sexual abuse and there were some things that were said that really triggered my mind back to when I was five. And that's when things started to seemingly fall apart for me at that point. I praise God that I was able to overcome that. But there are adults that are listening to this broadcast that may have experienced physical, sexual emotional abuse of their parents, and they're still dealing with it. They're still trying to overcome that experience. If you need someone to talk to, get help. There are many, many places that you can go, people that you can talk to. I am a uh, biblical counselor that you can talk to about what happened to you as a child. There is a need for this to stop. It's, it's, it's a dire need that this need, this has to stop. Our children are our future and this abuse and neglect and sexual abuse and all of these things that are taking place in today is, is it's enough, enough is enough. So when I come back, I'm going to give final words on what you can do as an adult to help save our children if you ever witness child abuse, child neglect, sexual abuse, if you know of a child that is being sexually sexually abused by a parent or, or, or an adult, um, there is information that you can, uh, that I'm going to give you that will guide you to who you need to get in contact with if you ever witness anything like this. So who can report child abuse? The answer is simple, anyone. Anyone that witnesses child abuse behavior towards a child can and should report it. And keep in mind that 
Child abuse takes many forms. It's physical, emotional, verbal, sexual neglect, exploitation, and more. When we speak of child abuse, we normally first think of physical abuse, spankings and whoopings. But the shocking truth is that neglect is the number one form of child abuse in America. So what do you need to do next? Well, one of the things that you can do, of course, is, is call your local police department, call your local child, uh, child protective service and report what you see. If it's, if it's neglect, you'll need to go into detail about what you see. And it can be anonymous. Any reporting that you do can be anonymous. If you witness abuse, if you see a child um, that has severe markings on their body um, that just does not look right at all, report it. If you are a professional, if you are a teacher, you are a principal, if you are um, any of those things, if you if you are um, an educator, if you are a, ch a child care provider, if you are um, in law enforcement, you are obligated to report child abuse. You are obligated as a doctor. You are obligated under the law to report this information. As a human being, if you see any kind of neglect or abuse, anything like that, it is your moral responsibility to report this information to your local CPS, to your police department. Um, there is a 1-800 number that I can give you, and this is to the National child abuse hotline. That number is 1-800-422-4453. Again, that number is 1-800-422-4453. Get in contact with that number. Get in contact with your local authorities. Child abuse has to stop. It has to stop now. Enough is enough. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope and pray that it has made a difference in your thinking. I hope that you want to be vigilant in stopping this madness of child abuse. Um, get with your local organizations in your city and state, get involved in stopping child abuse. Get involved. This is Althea Richardson with Wove Inspirations, and you have a good day. What's going on? What's going on? This is Anka Paul. And thank you, Ms. Athea. I told you when you sent that very first call, man, that I was going to publish that every chance that I got. Because when I hear those words, that gives me inspiration. So you are absolutely correct. We do have a 
unwritten friendship, unwritten relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel that positive energy from my way over there, wherever you are in this world. You know what I'm saying? And I truly do appreciate that. And the blessings that you are blessing people with on your station is absolutely phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of people with a lot of messages on here, but they can't give out your message. Not the way you do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're uniquely you. So keep doing your thing over there, man. Appreciate you. God bless. This is Akpom. Hey, you guys, this is Althea Richardson. And um, I just wanted to let you guys know that if you or someone you know needs help dealing with past abuse, whether it's physical, sexual, or emotional, or you just need someone to uh, talk to or to help sort out your life, I'm here to help. And my website is www.althea, that's A-L-T-H-E-A-M, as in Mary, Richardson, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-O-N, M, as in Mary, A, dot com. I know that's a long website, but that's where you can see everything that I do, um, what I can offer, and just uh, check out my information.